and welcome to Positively Joy, the podcast on searching in all seasons. I'm your host, Yvette Walker. Today we have a wonderful guest. You know, I was going to say she was a photographer, but she does so much more, Valerie Vaughn. Thanks for coming to the show, Valerie. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. So I call you a photographer, and that's what you are, but I know, and I know you as a photographer, um, you shot me before, you're great, but you're so creative and you do so much more. And one of your, well, one of many of your projects um, has been to empower black girls and women uh, mm-hmm. in lots of different ways. In fact, you've had several projects uh, where you do this. And since we are talking, you know, here talking about trying to search for joy, recapture our joy. Um, I know firsthand by, you know, by seeing the young people that you have worked with, that you've done exactly that. So tell us a little bit about your, these different projects that I'm referring to and how you got started. Um, the first project that, that comes to mind when I think about empowering women is the, or and girls is the project I'm labeled project that I did back in 2015 and it was just that like all about empowering um the little girl of color and so my goal with that was for every little black girl to see someone who looks like herself and so how it started was I was just minding my own business and uh randomly browsing like scrolling through Facebook one day and one of my friends had posted something about something and somebody had commented and then like I went down the rabbit hole like the comment like spoke to me and so I looked up the girl that made the comment and she talked about being the black sheep in her family and in oh. the woman that made the comment ended up being a poet and her name was Talisa Hines and I stumbled to her page and her the first thing I saw on her page was this poem called I'm coming for you and it was basically talking about how she's coming for everybody that's ever put a little black girl down. And so when I got done, and she had a video recording of her speaking it. Mm-hmm. And so when I got done listening to it, I was just like, I was done browsing. I was done, like, minding my own business. And I was like, okay, I, I feel like she was, like, that I need to do something now or whatever. And then so I reached out to her, and it was, like, very, didn't have a solid plan or anything. I just wanted to do something to empower black girls. I wanted to know if she wanted to collaborate with me on it, I would photograph them. Maybe she could write a poem and maybe somehow we could merge it together. And so um, we put out a model call thinking maybe we get like maybe five or, you know, 10 girls or whatever and photograph them. And we got, I think like over a hundred like responses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we're sitting there and I'm like, mm, I can't tell any of these girls that I don't want to shoot them. So we just shot them all. And, um, <laughs> and then a video, local videographer, Dorico, um, came in and um, did video for us. So we put it all um, together. And it was crazy because we had light-skinned girls, dark-skinned girls, thick girls, thin girls. We had girls with lots of hair. We had one girl that had just recently shaved her head and had been being teased at school. We had a girl with Down syndrome. We had a girl that was in a wheelchair. And so, like, it was really cool because we made it, the final project ended up being a video. And we had a screening downtown um, on Film Row. And so it did exactly like every little girl was able to see someone that looked like herself. And just being able to hear like from the parents after the fact, like before we even did the screening, hearing from the parents that like, 
man, my daughter's like walking differently or my daughter's talking differently or like my daughter, I overheard my daughter the other day with her friends, like encouraging them. And just so like that's, and that's, I think that kind of shifted a bit the trajectory of my business. I've always been about uplifting and empowering women. But then I was like, this is what I want to do. It's like, this is what I want to do all of the time. It's just like help people to see their true beauty, basically. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, that screening was packed. I mean, it was. It was, you could hardly get in there. It was, you know, just seeing the, as you said, the parents and the little girls. Yeah, it was great. And also, let me tell you, Talisa Hines is fierce, okay? <laughs> that girl is something else. That girl is something else. I will say um, that it's timely that we're talking about her. Her father actually just passed away. I know, I know. And so definitely praying for him, for her and her family. Um, and you yeah, can you can gorgeous. relate to that because you lost your father. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I reached out to her and I, yeah, and I, five years ago, I lost my dad around this time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and in so, fact, um, I'm talking to you via a Zoom call and I can see over your shoulder the, a beautiful yeah. picture of you hugging your dad. Yes, that's in my, I mean, we're in my bedroom. And so, yeah, that seems one of my favorite like later photos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I encourage everyone to, to Google Talisa Hines and, and that poem, I'm coming for you. It's fierce. Be be ready. Get yourself ready before you listen to it. (laughs) I I have no, I probably know every single word of that poem because I've heard it so many times. Mm Mm-hmm. And I still get chills every single time I hear that poem. Every single time I hear that poem. Like it's crazy. I hear you. So that was, so yeah, and and that's when I think I came to know the work you were doing in this area. Um, but you've done some other things uh, in the up, uh, in empowering and up, uplifting sphere. Um, tell us about those. I've done, um, I had a little thing that I was doing called the True Beauty Experience, where um, basically it was along the same premise about uplifting women um and so basically a group of women would come together and um we would do little things like maybe have a speaker lots of like self-reflection type things and um self-care type things and basically saying positive things about yourself out loud and just really breaking that because i know as women we are one the most critical of ourselves Mm. We always go, go, go and do, do, do for others. Mm-hmm. And then, but we feel guilty when we, to do for ourselves. Like you can spend all this money on your kids or on your partner or whatever. But when it comes to spending money on yourself or doing things for yourself or taking time to do things for ourselves, like we're not as quick to do things, you know, like that. At least it's not without feeling bad about them or whatever. But it's weird because we would be quick to tell our friends, even our girlfriends, like, Oh, you need to take it easy. You're working too hard. Take a day off. But then if someone was to give us the same advice, it'd be like, nah, yeah, I, nah, you know, and the same thing about as far as like our beauty, like we are, we're, we're quick to give others compliments, but sometimes it's hard for us to take them ourselves mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, um, so the whole true beauty experience was all about helping women to rec- recognize that your beauty really doesn't have anything to do with what you look like. Mm-hmm. It's more about who you are as a person. And um, we had a whole list of like affirmations, like I am um, fierce, I am worthy. Um, I can't remember them all <laughs> at the moment. And so 
what really inspired me about that, we end up doing later one for younger girls because because we have to. I think we need to start teaching that to them when they're younger. Like it's okay to say no sometimes. It's okay if you're saying no because maybe you're just tired or you just don't feel like doing this right now. You don't have to really have uh, always have a reason, and it's not selfish to do things for yourself or to put yourself you know first and then two I think as women if if our daughters see us like criticizing ourselves they're gonna take on that same spirit if they're if we're in the mirror like oh my nose is big or hey my hair but your daughter has the same nose as you and the same hair as you then what are they supposed to think Mm. it's too big too and you know my hair is crazy you know too and so yeah 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 and I see this um this effort to uplift, even in your traditional photography work. For example, your graduation photos, your graduation announcements. So, you know, when you see some graduation photos, it's usually, you know, in a beautiful park and the woman standing there, young woman standing there. Uh, But your photos look very fierce and usually they are either striking a pose or doing something that to me is just a little bit non-traditional. First of all, am I right? And why, what are you going for there? Um, I don't know if you're right. I mean, you're, uh, I, I just, I try to make sure I just capture that person's personality. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what I'm going for there literally before, um, every shoot I have, I pray, I pray on the way to the shoot or like before I leave my house to the shoot. And my prayer is always a couple of things, but the main thing is that, um, that I'm able to, capture beautiful images of that person and that I'm able to help them see themselves the way people who love them see them and so that's always my goal like and I think I do that by capturing your essence and so because when we think of like people that we love and people that we think that are truly beautiful maybe our mom or maybe an aunt or maybe a friend usually you know if you ask that if you ask someone like what makes them so beautiful you're not like oh they have a beautiful eye must be for eyes or you know it's no it's like their smile or the way they care for others or the way that they are always always encouraging and so like I want to capture like your essence and I just want to be able to reflect that back to people so that they can see it because we don't really look at ourselves we don't really look I mean the only time that we're ever really looking at ourselves is if we're like I mean unless you just stand in front of the mirror you know unless you're like doing your hair or brushing your teeth maybe you're looking in the mirror and so a lot of the hang-ups that we have are are caused by things that we see that we have issue with and so like sometimes I think I feel like I'm jumping all around here but sometimes like so moms may not want to be in front of the camera or may like try to hide behind their kids when they're being photographed because they're trying to hide things that they don't want other people to see Mm -hmm. but these are things that people are seeing all the time like they're literally seeing them more than we're seeing them because people like it's us talking like I'm looking at you I've probably looked at you more today than you've looked at yourself today just in these you know few minutes or whatever so this issue not saying that you have one but just say if you had this issue that you had it's just what I see all the time when I see you that's just like and I have no issue with this just your own hang-up you know, with it or whatever. So I just want people to be able to see themselves the way that people love them, see them. So I I, I love what you said. And I'm sorry, there's a little bit of feedback here. I love what you said. um, And also the fact that you, you pray before, before the job. 
um, mm-hmm. and what and what you pray for. That's really beautiful. But you know, while there are a lot of people out there who believe in God or who pray, they might find it, if not, uh, if not strange, but just different. You know, when when an office worker goes to work or when someone's pumping gas, they may not pray before the job. So tell tell me why you do that. Why is it important for people to do that? It's important for me to do it because um, I feel like this whole thing has been a process for me. Like, and I'm that person that I, like, that person that I speak of, that's me and that's been me. And so, like, I feel like what I have is a gift that God gave me. And so, like, there used to be a time that I couldn't say that. Like, I feel like I, I, I am good at what I do. I feel like I will tell people, that, you know, my superpower is to be, I have a superpower. And my superpower is to be able to capture your essence and reflect it back to you. There was a time that I couldn't say that because I'm like, how can I say that I have a superpower? Like, how can I say that I'm I'm good at this? Because I kind of feel like we're taught not to say things like that about ourselves. And so, but I do think that I'm good at what I do. And I do think that um, I have a superpower, but I also think that it's a gift. And so my prayer is just that God helps me to be able to use that gift. And even saying that, like, the other part of my prayer that I pray every single time that I go to a shoot is that I use what I know and that I'm able to learn something new because we're always learning. Like if you get to a point where you feel like you have nothing else to learn, then it's just time to hang it up or whatever. And so I just want to use what I know, make the most of what I know and also to learn something new. And then to, and like, if that, if it was left up to me, you know, I may be tired one day doing a shoot. So I might just go in there, you know, half do it. If it was just, you know, up to me, or I may just, Oh, you know, I've shot this place a thousand times. I know what the light is like here. I can go do this. No, I need to be looking for like ways to challenge myself and ways to grow. And just because you never know when you um, go to a shoot, you never know what, even though I like to meet my clients beforehand, like you don't know what kind of person that you're going to encounter, what kind of uh, personality or spirit that they're going to have. And so, and not even that, just what kind of day they may be having. They may be having a bad day, and that's going to reflect on the camera. So it's, I feel like it's not necessarily something that I can go in and do by myself. And so that's why it's important for me to pray beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite scripture verse? I do have a favorite scripture verse. I do not know where it comes from. <laughs> <laughs> but I know the scripture, and it says, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, it's my favorite scripture because I mean, be still and know that I am God. And then especially like, so I'm a single mom and, um, a lot of times you, I mean, and just being a parent, you have to go, go, go do, do fix and handle all kinds of things, put fires out, being a, um, entrepreneur, completely self-employed. There's always things, you know, competing for my attention and things that need to be done and be fixed and be handled or whatever. And I have to realize that even though, so say today when we were getting ready to do this podcast, I need to go pick up some vinyl for some shirts, but I was running behind. And so they closed at five. I knew we weren't going to be finished by then. And thankfully I have a daughter that can drive and I got her up and she was able to go. And so I was able to fix that, but I have to, I know also know that I'm not able to fix everything. And so there may be situations that come up that like, oh my goodness, I don't see a way out of this. How am I going to be able to fix this? And I have to realize that I can't fix 
anything and it's not my job to necessarily fix everything. Sometimes I just have to just be still and let God handle it. He's going to work it out. Like I may mess it up just trying to be in there, trying to do what I think, you know, needs to be done. So, yeah. Mm, Okay. So you talked about learning new things all the time. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you've learned during this pandemic? You know, my original question was going to be, you know, how, um, difficult is it for people to find joy in the midst of a pandemic? But I'm just wondering, is there anything that you learned through this pandemic and maybe something that helped you find joy? Um, I have learned to be still. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, because I'm usually not still for very long unless I'm sleeping. And um, so when it the pandemic first hit, I had to stay put because um, there's a huge pandemic going on. And I wasn't trying to get sick and I wasn't trying to get my kids sick or anything like that. And then there was a ban. And so I couldn't work. And, um, and that was scary. Like, oh my goodness, I'm responsible. I I can't get sick. Like what happens to my kids if I get sick? And then also like, I have to protect my kids and keep my kids safe. Like it was scary. And so just realizing that, okay, I need, I, my job was to just to do all that I could do and then to just let God handle the rest of it. And so we just stayed put. I had a couple of probably week or two that I was like, oh, my goodness, I was completely overwhelmed. I probably slept a little bit too much or whatever. And then we just kind of rolled with it or whatever. We rolled with it. We hung out. Uh, me and the kids hung out more. We tried all different kind of recipes and things like that. Like we've made the most of it. And it helped me. I think it helped solidify my faith even more because so week after week after week of not working, um, my bills still were paid my lights were still on the kids still ate and so and I've had crazy it's crazy people that have reached out to me like I've had one lady reached out to me and was like hey I just wanted to bless you can you send me your cash app just out the blue I've had clients reach out to me and you know have been like hey I want to pre-purchase a session I'll probably use it later this year maybe next year I just wanted to but I wanted to pay for it you know now or whatever and so just I would have never reached out to a client. Hey, do you think you can buy a session for me, you know, later and pay for it? Or that was God just providing for us. So like I said, everything, everything we've needed has been provided for. And so it was just a lesson to just like, you know, you still need to do what you can do, but then just let God handle the rest and let him take care of it. So, yeah. Amen. So what's next? I know you have a t-shirt line that's also up- uplifting and empowering. Tell us about your t-shirts. So my t-shirt line is called Do You Be You Apparel. And my little slogan is, you know, it's all about like empowering you and helping you to live life out loud. And so um, it's just that, like trying to help people. Um, I I love like graphic tees and slogans. I pick my shirts um, depending that I wear each day just by how I feel each day. Like today may be like a, oh, no, this is a no-not-today Satan type shirt. <laughs> and so uh, so I just, you know, make stuff and find stuff that uh, that I like. What, what are you wearing today? <laughs> this one says Dope by Nature. And um, this just happened to be because I just grabbed it out of the closet. But I have one shirt that I just made that it says All Lives Matter on the front. But then it says, uh, like, you just have to, if you look closer and read it, it says, like, if all lives matter, why aren't you mad too? 
And so it's just like a little, mm-hmm. but like if all lives matter, you know, why are you upset too about what's going on? And so, yeah. Um, so where can we find you online? You can find me online at, um, on Facebook at with you in mind, W I T H U N M I N D. And also at, uh, do you be you do and then the letter U be the letter U apparel, um, on Facebook uh, I believe it's the same on Instagram, and then the websites are the same, especially like withyouinmind.com and doyoubeyouapparel.com. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for everything that you are doing to lift up and empower really all women, um, but especially especially little black girls. Thank you so much for that. And, um, and yeah, we appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. It's good seeing your face. <laughs> it's good seeing you too. It's been it's been too long. It's been a while. Okay. Yeah. Well, to everyone, thanks for listening. This has been the Positively Joy podcast. And as always, farewell for now. Mm-hmm.